We are. It is Girl Scout cookie time. Cookie time. Girl Scout cookie time. Girl Scout cookie time. Good time. All right. Season two, episode number three. Bam. Bam. We are back. And better than ever. Woo! Too much Valentine's candy. Or if Tracy's feeling the the love of the the candy. It's the chocolate. The sugar. And the bubblegum lips that, um, yeah. What? Exactly. Jeez. All right, we're back. Another episode, Tracy. Uh, Yep. And Kyle. Hit it. Sugar time. Hi, and welcome to the Kent Now podcast. I'm Mayor Dana Ralph. In this podcast, you will hear from city leaders, city workers, and engaged residents. We discuss local news, current events, and provide educational and engaging content for the Kent resident who wants to stay plugged into our community. Thanks for listening. Now here are our hosts, Josh Mossberg and Tracy Taylor. You know what song I was stuck in my head? What song? Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Because I'm thinking of Girl Scout cookie time. Girl oh, Scout cookie time. Is that time of the year? It is that time of the it year. It is. Mm-hmm. Why have they not stopped by City Hall? That's my biggest question is why haven't they said, hello, Miss mm. Madam Mayor. We have some Girl Scout cookies. I know. I was at Safeway the other day, and I de- I was desperately searching all the exits and entrances <laughs> for the cookie booth, and there was none to be found. None Deeply be found. disappointed, uh, saddened. Which one do you grab for? There's um, so many to choose from. You know, that's funny. Last year, this we posted a Girl Scout cookie tier list on our, on the city social media. Maybe okay. we'll have to do that again. Yeah. Uh, but my personal favorite are the Samoas for mm. sure. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't peg you for a coconut guy. Yep. Is there any number one? I mean, that's that is Those the one. just go crazy. Seriously, <laughs> that yeah. is the one. I would never guess that you guys were a coconut fan. Oh, I love really. coconut. Wow, I like it. Um, mm. I don't, I, I don't think I'm like a coconut stan, mm. but. This, uh, they're a proprietary blend oh, oh. and, and mix of flavors. Me. Wow. Really. It's that the, caramel that does yeah, it for you. I was going to say, it's huh? the coconut and caramel, yeah. huh? Yeah, okay. I think so. I think that's So that's then it. if you like that, do you like like Almond Joys then? I love Almond Joys. Really? And Mounds. Yeah. Like, I like them. Uh, like, okay. I won't like reach for them. You, you know what I mean? Sure. But, I will. But if it's like. That's the last candy, and like everyone else is like, "Ew, I don't want to eat that." I'll be like, "Sure, I'll nope. eat it." Wow. That's my first one. That's his first one. Stop. I seek those. Wow. If I'm at the aisle and I'm looking for him, if I'm looking for a candy, usually I'm going for an almond joy. He's got his coconut detectors. Yeah, those are like some on. of my favorite. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, I, I'm just making charged sure. up and ready to go. Dude, I'm just so charged. Looking at the list of Girl Scout cookies, so you have the Thin Mints. Which big, big fan of Thin Mints, pair too. Pair very well with a, um, a beverage. Mm. I like to put those in the freezer. See, I'm mm. not a fan of Thin Mints, though. Not for Hot me. take. It's Hot the take. mint. I don't know. Wow. It's the mint, huh? But it's my, it, that's my daughter's favorite. Mm. I mean, that's the one that I grew up on. I, By the way, not to a humble brag here, okay? Mm-hmm. okay. I was the top-selling Girl Scout oh, in my troop sheesh. for years. Top seller. Yep. Not traction. And yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, the one that I ordered just recently, I have not tried this one, so I'm hoping somebody could tell me a little bit more about the Adventurefuls. 
I don't even the know what that is. Indulgent uh, what brownie like? inspired cookie with caramel flavored cream and a hint of sea salt. Oh. They look hmm. delicious. So I'm. They're I'm, like a. What did you say? They're s'mores? like uh, indulgent brownie inspired cookie oh. with a caramel flavored cream and a hint okay. of sea salt. So here's the picture. I know you guys can't see this. But oh, oh, wow. I have, I've had those. Um, okay. Oh, you have? Did, yeah, those are good. Oh. I didn't know what they were called. Excuse me. I thought those were new. I like the. Um, I'd say a runner-up are the, um, I don't know what they're called. Tagalongs? Peanut butter? Like Reese's well, I like, peanut I butter? I do like those, but not that. They're almost like more plain. They're oh, the like, trefoils. Yes. They're like a shortbread cookie. That's, yes. Oh. Yeah, 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 That's my I wife's like those favorite. A lot. Mm-hmm. Those are real. I, do you put I could jam straight on up just, no, no. I could just straight up eat like a whole row in one sitting. Stop. Just munching. I'd like yeah. those with coffee. Yes, with coffee. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, almost like a- um, And the new ones, of course, are the Girl Scout s'mores, and then the Coffee Tastic. Uh, they're gluten free. Oh, I haven't heard of the Coffee Tastic. Yes, let's let's read the um, a rich buttery cookie with sweet crunchy toffee bits. Ooh, mm. nice. Yeah. So there you go. Lots to look forward to. I know we have some Girl Scout uh, troops here mm-hmm. locally in Kent yep. and in the region. I think. Um, Mayor Elf has actually had an opportunity to sit down with some of them in the past and help them out with some of their, um, not cookie sales, because that's not what we do here, but no. some of their badges. Badges, yes. yes. Um, there is a as government well the badge. Scouts. Yes, there is a government badge, just like in Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. The girls have to come in and talk to an elected leader. And uh, yeah, so we're hoping that we have some Girl Scout troops that want to swing on by, because mm-hmm. we would love to take your cookies. Mm-hmm. Yes, we. I, I think we're going to have to have a conversation with our finance department mm-hmm. see yeah. how we can adjust the budget to you know make, get some line <laughs> items in for some procurements of uh, some Girl Scout cookies on all a, year round on an annual basis I, yeah. I agree okay mm-hmm. so since we're talking about food uh, mm-hmm. Super Bowl was just this last weekend and of course the Kansas City Chiefs blah 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 but uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl food mm-hmm. anybody did you go to a party did you have any food you know, I uh, I'll be shockingly the one to admit I didn't do for the Super Bowl. Really? But you know what I did have this weekend? They count as Super Bowl food. Okay. Just like some basic chili. Oh. And Fritos. Nice. So if I was going to a Super Bowl party, that's what you would that's have. That's what I'd have. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Hmm. I had some really good short ribs. They're pretty good. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Really did you good. have Gordon Ramsay over at your place? What is happening? <laughs> I mean, not quite, but mm. pretty much. Okay. I had, I had dip. Lots of dip. Oh, dip. I bet you had dip. <laughs> I love dip. Yeah. <laughs> so love dip. much dip. Uh, jalapeno popper dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I make, oh, a, make a very good jalapeno popper dip. And Trader Joe's, <laughs> not that I'm trying to drop anything right here, uh, their hatch chili and jalapeno dip is also to die for. Goes crazy? Yeah. Okay. I ate the whole bowl. Wow. Needless to say, I spent a couple of days on the echelon bike trying to work that dip off. There you go. Yeah, so there's Love that. that. Okay. Speaking of working out, <laughs> we got yes. the uh, Kentwood and Kent Lake High School cheer teams both took home state championships uh, here in this last week mm. at the WIAA state cheer competition at Battleground High School. Kentwood defended their state title and will actually be heading to Anaheim to compete at the USA Nationals. Those are no joke. Those Nationals, I've watched, go down cheer TikTok. 
Watch, oh, is that the yeah, whole I, rabbit it hole? It is a whole rabbit hole. I actually okay. watched some of that and their competitions. Like, for instance, I think there was like for a minute on TikTok, there was the Kentucky Girls where they did Smooth Criminal and like a dance team, cheer team, whatever. Wow. <gasps> wow. Man, those girls could, they can get down. Yeah, pretty impressive stuff. Um, Don't laugh at me. Kind of crazy too. I <laughs> mean, like Kenwood and into, Kent Lake. So it, it. it's just like, it is the year of cheer. Here it, for oh, Ken High School. Well, year of cheer. <laughs> but it's not only the cheer teams that um, have been representing Ken well around the region. Okay. Uh, the Kent Meridian High School 3A boys wrestling team also took home the NPSL championship recently, I, which is also a big deal. And we are super excited for them. You have to be super athletic to do wrestling. Like you really, oh, yeah. you, I mean, you have to be cut and everything. Oh yeah. Cause there's, I mean, you're throwing bodies around and all kinds of things. I'm like, that's a sport that I'm afraid of. Okay then. Same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to get wrestled anytime soon. Yeah. Wrestling. That's a real contact sport. You got to wear your little leotard or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't leave anything it's, to be. It, no. Uh, for imagination. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like. We're, uh, you see it all in the, yeah. uh, what are they called? Transparency. Um, what are those things? Hold on. They're called they're leotard. Um, I don't know. I think it's not a leotard. No, it's a sling. A what sling? are you, what? No, it's not. It's a, uh, uh, oh. She, Wait, buffering? She, buffering? She had it. She uh, lost it. It was. It was. Um, I feel like we should just go with leotard. Yeah. Okay. We'll just call it a leotard. I know that's not what it's called, but. I like that. Though. Nonetheless. Okay. I think it's called a no. It's not a onesie. It's a <laughs> onesie. I don't Yo, know. Put okay, your onesies it on. will come to me eventually. It'll come to you later. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, we have some amazing restaurants here in Kent, and one of which was just featured in the Seattle Times. I love sushi. This sushi place. We've talked about this on Kent now before. It's called Sushi Kanta, right? I think so. And but um, go ahead. I was just going to say bonus points for pronunciation. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, so it's a one chef restaurant. Just one guy. Superior sushi. That's it. Wow. Just him in there doing it by himself. Yeah. And Pretty impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, so the, they were featured in the Seattle Times and wow. they kind of wrote it as like extremely good sushi at cheaper than Seattle prices, which we love. Uh, I didn't know this actually, but I think I read online that it was reservations only. I believe it is. Okay. Yeah. So if you want some um, hmm. affordable, but also really good sushi, definitely check check that out. And it's in historical downtown Kent. It is. Sweet. And now we're coming up on a holiday weekend. So we've got President's Day. Uh, so for President's Day, all of our city offices will be closed. Uh, okay, so Valentine's <laughs> Day was this week. Is that a Hallmark holiday in your opinion? Yeah. Isn't it the Hallmark, yeah, I mean, literally? You, yeah, you get the Hallmark gift, gift card. So many cards. Holiday. Lovey, gushy, heart cards, fun, <laughs> date, lovey, we, yay. Vibes. How do you feel Great. about Valentine's yeah. Day, Josh? Tell me. <laughs> no, no, it's like positive. Yeah. Sure. I love Valentine's Day. Yeah, Sounds I positive. feel that deep in my heart there, sir. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I think Valentine's Day, yes, is a Hallmark holiday. You should, if you are involved with anybody, 
it should be Valentine's Day every day. Wow. Just kind of like. Sounds I, expensive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it can get that way. Sure. Flowers every day. <laughs> okay. You can compost those flowers, though. Can you? Or your leftover candy. Well, not really. Well, why would you want leftover candy? Can you compost leftover candy? I feel like you can't do that. As he sits there and smacks down his Starburst. Uh, I'm composting no, it now. I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can compost those flowers, though, because okay. they're good. You give back to the environment. Uh, the earth. Yes, yes, the earth. Good. And then the, the wrappers, could you- Recycle those. Recycle those. Absolutely. You know who can tell you a little bit more? About recycling and composting, Tracy. Tell me. (laughs) Our conservation coordinator will talk a bit more about recycling and conservation later. We love them. Before we get into that, we are going to talk to Gayla Haas, uh, the executive director for the Kent Downtown Partnership, about some great events coming up in Kent and uh, all things downtown. Gayla, welcome to (laughs) Kent Now. Thank you so much. So let's uh, talk a little bit about KDP and our listeners, if they're not familiar with it, what is KDP and what are the mission and goals for that? Well, the Kent Downtown Partnership is a uh, 501c3 nonprofit since 1992, and we worked here in the historic downtown core on revitalization efforts and uh, programs that celebrate our unique culture. So the idea is that we want to make sure that our historic district stays on the top of minds of the community as the treasure it is, because this is where Kent actually started, was right here in our historic district. So tell us how you get your, or how you come up with your events, and then how do you recruit people to not only come, but like get your volunteers involved and engaged as well? Well, um, so yeah, events are a huge part of what we do, and that's primarily to help the community um, get into the downtown and participate in their downtown, but it also events and programs that we do help support the small businesses. That means um, a lot of the small businesses participate in our events too, like our cider and ales or wine walks and things. We host musicians and and tastings places throughout downtown. But also when people are out walking around and exploring downtown, they become familiar and aware and acquainted with our very unique um, uh, downtown district. So in terms of how we come up with events, um, Kent Downtown Partnership is um, part of a bigger um, program in the Washington Main Street and then the National Main Street programs. And um, in our Main Street programs, they have what they call the four-point approach, and that is a proven approach to revitalization efforts, and one of them is um, having committees. So our committees, we have our board um, of directors, and then we also have our committees that actually go out and roll up their sleeves and do the work. And one of our committees is a promotion committee. And we are primarily, they are primarily um, working towards promoting all the assets in downtown, but also coming up with the events and the ideas. So that's kind of the think tank for events. And as as well, we get ideas from citizens, we get ideas from businesses, and people who say, hey, it would be really cool to see this kind of thing in downtown. And so we we kind of review concepts and what that might look like and what kind of funding it requires and what kind of um, staff levels. Uh, we do rely heavily on volunteers. Mm. So if anybody's looking for a volunteer um, <laughs> position uh, to uh, help us out, it can be day of stuff. It can be more um, more involved in terms of like boards and serving on committees. But um, so we... 
we start putting concepts together. And then we say, okay, we can make this happen. We try to do things that are different as well. Some of our wine walks and our cider and ale trails, a lot of communities do, but our real signature thing that we're doing now is our Cajun Fest in mm, the summer. Yeah. That's, you know, in year two, this year will be the third year and it just keeps growing. And, and um, so we're really proud of those kinds of things. And we're looking at doing more uh, events like that, that are unique and different to the region that not everybody else is doing. Sure. Because we want to make sure... You know, Kent is on the map and people are tracking and that we're doing cool things down here. So if any of the listeners have ideas <laughs> of uh, events that you'd like to see, I mean, we really want to hear what the community wants and respond to that as sure. well. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. Yeah. I'm sure that there are people listening that, hey, want to get a booth going at Cajun of course, Fest yeah. or uh, start and be a part of a new event. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Gail, you talked a bit about, you know, the business, um, you know, the events. Um, could you share a little bit about, you know, how KDP works to kind of keep our, our downtown spruced up, looking clean, looking like a destination that people want to come down to and uh, be a part of? Are there some projects? I, I know that KDP uh, has partnered with our, I believe, our adopter mm -hmm. programs. And so um, that's a really cool program. Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, partnered and we are uh, Adopt-A-Street. Nice. We did Adopt-A-Street, which is Meeker. We have four organized cleanup events that we do annually. And we also get volunteers that reach out who want to get volunteer hours or things that just say, hey, how can I help? So often we get people up a picker mm -hmm. and a bag and some gloves and they'll we'll send them out. But our four organized events happen usually once a quarter and we focus on Meeker Street and our downtown area. We partner with Republic who provides us with bins and and um, the city also helps us with some of those with um, our adopter program and providing some materials so we have more pickers and brooms and things like that. But we really think that it's important for people to um, be proud of their community and come out and help with these efforts because a lot of times it's wind and rain and, you know, things just blow mm -hmm. or something gets loose. And so it, it, it's really nice to be able to get a gathering of people together who can go around. Um, and, you know, a single person can do so much, but when we're a big group of folks, we can really collect and make a big difference. And our cleanup events usually result in about 20 big bags of, of, of debris yeah. that's cleared up out of downtown. And sometimes we do vegetation control, too. So if that's areas that have overgrowth of, you know, plants and brush and things like that, we try to take care of that as well. Gayla, can you tell us a little bit about some of the cool ways that KDP has spruced up downtown? I know that you get involved with the Neighborhood Grant Program, and I know that you guys just accomplished something really big for downtown just this last year. Yeah, the Neighborhood Grant uh, Program has really been um, a, a great, great program offered by the city, and we really appreciate that. We did uh, a refresh on all of our banners in our downtown, so we have new banners uh, for the wintertime and then a springtime one. But the, the neat thing about it is each of the banners um, have the word welcome listed in our top five languages. So we want to make sure we're being inclusive. One of the things that we've heard from our stakeholders in downtown is sometimes people aren't really sure where the historic district is. Mm -hmm. um, 
they know downtown, but when you say historic downtown, they're like, hmm, where, where's that? So we're really trying to work on an identity program of, you know, a, a sense of place and something that kind of looks a and feels a little different when they enter into downtown. So when you enter into historic downtown and you currently see blue banners that say welcome in, you know, five different languages, then you'll know you're in historic downtown. So in addition to that, we also do an annual flower basket um, program every year. So we are the ones who put all of the big giant flower baskets out on the uh, light poles that, um, you know, add a lot of charm to our downtown. And that is in collaboration with the city as well, who helps us maintain those. And then um, murals. We've been doing a lot of different murals. And, um, you know, that's been really a great program because they're, they they change out and they just add a lot of color and, uh, you know, help beautify our downtown. So I think uh, for us, it's, you know, working together also with the city because you guys come down and work in all the parks and make sure that they are looking great. So it's really a, a joint effort. And uh, we really do hope that we can get lots more of the community to come and participate in some of these things as well. So, Gayla, you mentioned the Cider and Ale Trail a bit earlier. Could you tell us a bit about that? I know that's coming up soon. Uh, pretty excited. I think we're going to we head yes, over. Yes, we are going to take we're going to take part in this one. Kent now is headed over to the Cider and Ale Trail for Yay, sure. Hey, that's so good. Uh that's so cool. I'm I'm glad to hear that you're coming. So Cider and Ale Trail was a spin-off from our wine walks when we had some a lot of folks saying, "You know what? I don't really I'm not really a wine drinker. I'm a beer drinker. I'm a cider drinker." So well, all about that inclusivity. I know, right? That's right. And so and also just creating um a little more variety. So even at the cider and ale trail, while it says cider and ale, we will have some spirits. Oh, that are that's always really popular. And so we the feedback that we get is like, hey, we really like the variety that's here. And so we uh how it works is well, first of all, let me say it's March, Friday, March 8th, mm -hmm. 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. Historic downtown Kent. Uh, tickets are on sale at uh, kentdowntownwa.com. So if you're looking for a ticket, then please join us. We have live music. Uh, we have vendors that are placed in businesses throughout the downtown that creates the walk. Um, folks buy a ticket and they get 10 tastings. They can also buy. Wow. I was like, wait, what? 10 yeah. tastings? 10 tastings. That's a 10 deal. tastings. That's a yeah. That's a party right there. <laughs> yeah, you want to make right. sure you build a base before that one. Yeah, oh, got it. I see okay, why the, yeah. the live music is going now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they get tastings, and then they can also buy um, products right on the oh, spot okay. for off-site consumption to take home. Uh, tax-free, that tax-free that night. And we ah, all know what is, I think the alcohol yeah. tax now is like 30%. So you save a lot of money. Sure. Wow. Okay. But it's a real fun event and we're super excited to uh, host it again on March 8th. Well, Gayla, we really appreciate what you do and what you bring to the downtown corridor here in Kent. And uh, I know it, your work does not go unnoticed. So you're bringing those people in and we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I guess if I could just do one last little plug, sure. it's like anybody who wants to learn more about Kent Downtown Partnership, what we do, our mission, and uh, our programs in the coming year, uh, just please, you can reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on our website at downtownkentwa.com. 
Com. We also have, you know, volunteer meet and greets and things like that, that people can come and just check things out and, and see if they want to become more engaged. But I'm always happy to talk with folks and, you know, you know, kind of align them with what they're looking to do in downtown. Well, we'll make sure to link all of the info in our show notes too. So that way you can go and easily click on the link. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. So we just heard from Gayla. Um, the KDP, like she mentioned, is part of our adopter program. And here from the city of Kent, our public works department, to talk a bit more about our adopter program, recycling, and all of the conservation efforts happening here in the city is our conservation coordinator, Tony Donati. Cool. Thanks for being here, Tony. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Of course. Now, we talked a lot um, to Gala about the adopter program. Um, we just recently recognized all of your volunteers at our last Kent City Council meeting. I think there was like over 100. It had to have been over 100. No? Uh, maybe about 75. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, they went out and they uh, started picking up all around Kent. And so we would love for you to kind of get into a little bit about the adopter program and how you head all of that up. Yeah. Well, the adopter program is one of my favorite programs that I manage. Uh, it's a very meaningful event and one or program and one that obviously can see immediate results. It's really cool. Uh, like you mentioned, Tracy, we just celebrated the adopters and their um, accomplishments in 2023, which was a record-breaking year. Mm -hmm. Really cool. We had record-breaking numbers in the three categories that I track. Volunteers, bags collected, and then volunteer hours. The hours were just over uh, 1,900 for the year for the volu wow. for volunteers. And that almost equates to like a full-time employee. Wow. Hours. So, I mean, like these volunteers are like removing trash almost at a rate of what a full-time employee could do for the city. Sure. That's incredible. Yeah, it definitely makes a huge difference. Yeah. One th we could not have um, the Adopt Street success without right the internal people here mm -hmm. in the city, right? Sure. The partnership with the um, Public Works Operations team that go out and immediately collect the bags that are gathered, right, and dispose of those. It makes makes it very easy for the adopters to be successful too, right? They have to go out there and do it. But if no one's removing their trash in a timely manner, um, you know, then they just kind of sit there and people feel discouraged. So it's a really good partnership all the way around. Yeah. So it sounds like it was a really good year for the adopter program. So tell, could you tell us a bit like how, how does it work exactly? You know, there's groups, there's individuals that can be a part of it, right? But like, Let's say a, a business, nonprofit, or you know, even just a family, like, or they want to be a part of the adopter program. How do they kind of proceed from there? Yeah. So if someone comes to me, these are my favorite phone calls, emails, uh, saying that they want to begin picking up litter, or they're already doing that, and it's like they want someone to collect their trash. And it's like, okay, well, we have a perfect program for that. Like, <laughs> let's just we we can absolutely partner with you and make it easier for you. So. The city provides garbage bags, litter grabbers, safety vests, um, gloves, little markers, and then, like I said earlier, disposal of the trash is collected. Sure. And then we'll put up a sign with the name of their choosing in their adopted area. So, right, it, that sign helps promote the program. It also lets people know that, you know, like you said, Josh, a, the, a family or an individual or a business can take pride like, hey, this is our section. We do 
keep it clean right. and gives them some advertising promotion as well. So uh, we're happy to do that. Um, the adopter program comes with a, a little bit of a commitment, right? From the So the city will provide those things to the adopter, but then in return, we ask them to just simply conduct regular cleanups. Some of them are already doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's not a big deal. Um, for for a two-year period of time, and then like a minimum of like once per quarter cleanup. Okay. Okay. So for groups who have like large sure. people, like, hey, we need to get, you know, 25 people, you know, some some are, are upwards of like 50. So, right, we need one day, a quarter where they can do that. Mm-hmm. So that's perfect. The smaller groups, individuals, families, I try to encourage them to do it more often, at least once a month for sure. Uh, do that. So regular cleanup for a, for a two-year period. Um, and then after each cleanup, let me know the, their stats. Okay, we had two people, we cleaned up one bag of trash, and we're out there for an hour. And then that's how I keep track and uh, keep track of the success of the program. Yeah, so are those happening kind of all around the city? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have adopters literally everywhere, all through the valley, north and south, uh, and then West Hill and East Hill. Yeah, so Sweet. we're pretty much covered. I had the, the fortunate opportunity to meet a, one of your adopted or your adopter groups from a church, uh, and they are so excited, and they love doing it year after year, and uh, and they they accredit your leadership um, that you're a good leader, and then you really you're so encouraging, and um, and you really motivate them too. Well, that, I mean that's very kind um, of that person to say, but that's something also I really pride myself on mm-hmm. is genuine heartfelt appreciation because I mean this program's been going on the Adopt Street program's been going on for since 2012 mm-hmm. so over over 10 plus years uh, results really started taking off the last five six years the program you know there, there's other obligations that this position has and everything but I wanted to really make this and that's something I really uh, think is a strength of mine is connecting with people sure. and really Again, valuing what they're doing. These people are taking time out of their regular workday, away from their family, everything to clean litter off of the street that they care about. Or you know, so for one thing, you know, we can geek out together on that. You know, just like <laughs> there, it takes a certain person to want to do that. Sure. And so that's really cool that they want to do it. And then I, like I said, just the, making connections with them, appreciation, uh, showing them appreciation being grateful for what they're doing for our city uh, and for, for the community. It takes a special person to do that. Could you tell us a bit about how you and um, you know your group kind of lead the city in approaching our conservation initi- initiatives? I know that there's a good amount that, um, you know, coordination between public works and parks. Um, and so kind of just want some more details on what all that encompasses. Yeah, right. So... Um, some of the city can't conservation initiatives, right? Um, come from we take we kind of and me and my programs, right? Take the uh, we follow the lead of King County and the Department of Ecology, right? The state, right? They provide. I have to apply for you know five different grants, and essentially they're paying me, and then they kind of say like, here's what you could do with the money, right? Sure. Uh, two of them are from the Department of Ecology, the state. And then three of them are from King County. 
And so King County's efforts, uh, their solid waste division, really focus on their goals are like waste reduction, recycling, Mm -hmm. uh, outreach. um, And they want to get those messages across. Uh, One of those thing one of those programs that i manage and even the state contributes towards it is the recycling events yeah uh we have one that's coming up march 2nd and josh you've been helping me a ton with that with the fly the mailer that's going out and um, social media presence on that so that's you know how we get a lot of that yeah so there are the covered the mini events right and then there's the um the kind of quarterly or um, maybe seasonal? Three, three times a year, yeah, yeah. seasonal. Okay, yep. okay. So are those all part of the same grant-funded sort of umbrella? Yes, gotcha. yeah. So the state will fund a lot of that and then also the the county as well. And so, yeah, we... And one thing is really cool and it's, the you know, grant-funded is we're... Kent is one of the only cities in the county to offer free events, free recycling events. Wow. And so that is because, right, we just value, we want to make it equitable equitable for everybody sure. to attend. Because in order, like a lot of people have a freezer or refrigerator or AC unit that's broken, the disposal cost of that is, is greater than $30 per. Uh, and so we take that on and we value, because kind of our thought is like, oh, we don't want our right-of-way team to go collect someone who just dumped that off on the... Sure, on the side of the road. Yeah. 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 So it's like, bring it to our event. We'll pay to dispose of that for you. And so, we, like I said, we're one of the only cities that offers that. And uh, we value the events for sure. Do you have people from other cities come and bring their, you know, like, say a broken air conditioner, do they come and bring it to be disposed of? That may happen. And... Because it's a grant fund or a state fund, sure. we're not gonna check addresses as long as they're from the county. Okay, essentially. okay, yeah. But we like, to, but we only really promote and advertise to our Kent to Kent, residents. Yeah. yeah, right. Because there's just a limited time to do that. No, uh, for our events, yeah, yeah, our events, uh, like the March second one, is from nine to three. Okay, yep, and and then we have a this is our spring and we have a summer event and then a fall event. All of our three Saturday events are from nine to three. Mm-hmm. And then we have four. This year, we're going to up it to four oh. mini events. No, five. Oh. Wow. Five. Getting crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, did, we did do four last year, but then they're so popular that we're going to, we, we value these and we want to um, do more. So these are Friday mini events, miniature. Uh, mini is in miniature, not yeah. Quantity. <laughs> and so these Friday ones, we only focus on um, specific items. So computers, TV, computer monitors, TVs, um, electronics. Mm-hmm. So anything that takes a battery or has a cord and then paint, latex or water-based and then shredding. And shredding will take documents like up to four boxes uh, legal size boxes, but we offer eight shred events per year in Kent, which people have a hard time disposing yeah. of paper. You know, people might have their own shredder at home, but like that paper, the recycle bin and the yard waste container, they don't want it. Yeah. So the shredded paper ends up having to be garbage. So it can really be recycled if you bring it to our event. Gotcha. Yeah. I appreciate, you know, all the ways that 
you and your team make it super easy and simple, you know, uh, for Kent residents, it does kind of feel like over time, the recycling guidance is kind of in flux, right? Like things will change, different programs may or may not accept different things, but um, it feels like our programs here, we keep it consistent and try our best to match what we accept with where they can be taken and actually recycled. So, And on that note, Josh, if I may, Sure. One thing that's just super cool is a lot of the vendors that we partner with at our recycling events are based here in Kent. Oh, like I don't think people know about that at all. So the metal collector and kind of like the big item collector that we work with is called A Plus Demolition, A Plus Demo. They're based out of Kent. They work all. Western Washington, and and possibly other areas too. All the metal that's collected from our recycling events get brought down to Binford Metals in South Kent, right on the border of Auburn. And then paper shredding, the company, it's a local company, not out of Kent, but they bring their paper that shredded to international paper, which is in Kent. Hmm. And that, that shredded paper ends up getting recycled into like Toilet paper or paper towels a lot of the wow. times. Oh, I didn't know that. That's uh, funny. And then, too, all the paint that we collect, that's a statewide program. That's all the paint collected throughout the four corners of the state is brought here to Kent. Huh. Really? It's right on the West Hill. It's green sheen paint, and they collect every paint that's recycled here in Kent, and then they package it and ship it to, like, somewhere in Colorado. Oh. And then huh. that is where they create their own brand of recycled paint. So would you say we're the paint recycling capital of Washington State, Tony? Uh, we certainly, yeah. I mean, right. We, we, call, we, we can confidently it. say that? Yeah. All right. Okay, okay. At and then one the more, point. one more. It's just one amazing. More. You got it. Styro recycle. All oh. of the styrofoam that's collected is based here in Kent, right? Oh, uh, wow. Across, basically, it's off 234th. Kind of near uh, West Valley Highway. Holy land of recycling I here know. in Kent. Wow. <laughs> and there's hardly any places you could recycle styrofoam. I mean, anywhere in the state. Yeah. That's People cool. in different hard. areas of the county pay to dispose of their styrofoam at these events. But here, our residents have actual close access to actually recycle for free and, you know, right down in the valley. Yeah. So you had mentioned, you know, we had talked a little bit about what is and isn't taken, right? I know that. You also partner with uh, some other regional cities and I believe the county for the uh, household hazardous waste. Could you talk a little bit about that program mm-hmm. and how, how that's a bit different than the other recycling events? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. And of you've course. been impl- uh, instrumental in making uh, that happen. Instrumental? <laughs> you look at I don't you. know about that. Yes. Yeah. If it wasn't for you and the comms team, you know, like I have no reach, right? So appreciate that. So appreciate this that. is this is appreciated for sure. So yeah, I've partnered up with using grant dollars, partnered with uh, the city of Auburn <laughs> and um, Federal Way. Uh, the three of us have used our King County Hazardous Household Waste Grant, essentially to promote hazardous waste education to all three cities. So. Uh, each month, a city will come up with some specific verbiage to promote on social media, and then we'll blast it. We'll pay a certain amount to blast that to all three people in this in those three cities. Right. And Just kind of like target them with uh, some promotion and advertising like, hey, 
you got dangerous stuff that you need to get rid of. This is the probably the <laughs> only place is, to do yeah, it. This is the so. only place. Exactly. Yeah. And we really promote the Auburn Outlet Collection on Saturday and Sunday. They have mm -hmm. our the Hazardous Waste Mobile that's there, like I said, every Saturday, Sunday from 10 to 5. That's a free program. It's essentially like using the library system. Mm -hmm. Our taxes pay for it. That's okay. why it's free. So it's really cool if you have like latex or oil-based paint or if you have, um, you know, batteries or anything, you know, any chemicals in the garage or under the kitchen sink and you need to get rid of them, you can bring it there. And they take other things. So they have a um, King County Hazardous Waste Mobile. You can Google that and uh, find exactly what they'll take and, and free drop off two days a week. Yeah, I would highly recommend that, uh, particularly for those chemicals or things you're not using anymore. We definitely want to prevent um, pollution and we absolutely do not want you uh, just Please dumping that yeah, in your backyard. Down the drain or, or even the backyard or, or, the or anything like or anything that. Don't like do that. that, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, for our future in conservation is, is, right, I think we want, ultimately want like a clean Kent, mm -hmm. right? We absolutely. want, uh, and then like, how do we do that, right? We could get involved with, you know, some of these litter cleanup programs, but also kind of the main thing and, and kind of what's like the county's vision as well is to like re what can we do what can we do as residents what can we do as businesses to look at ourselves in the mirror and say like how can we reduce waste how can we reduce what's going into our landfill right a lot of people don't know this but like all of our garbage in king county all of it goes to one landfill that landfill is literally filling up mm -hmm. like it's seen the last of its days yeah and so there's probably about less than 20 years remaining in the landfill. And then, like, King County used to have a bunch. One left. And we're running out of time and space. So so we're kind of in the, the, the meetings that I attend that we're looking forward, like, what do we do next? The landfill will fill up. So what do we do next? Do we just put it mm -hmm. on a train and ship it to Eastern Washington, all of our garbage? And then... You know, what does that mean here in Kent? Well, more railroad stops, right? More sure. noise. And that's just all through the valley. That's because it's going to eastern Washington. Um, you know, or they have to find uh, a space to maybe put an incinerator. Mm -hmm. Who's going to build that? How are we going to pay for it? That's what I was going to say. The, the garbage fire. <laughs> right? The incinerator. Yeah. There right? was... There's a place that I was just trying to look it up real quick. I forget. It was like Brazil or something like that that has, or something like that. It's a small country that has, but that's what they do. They burn all they burn all their trash and they use it to boil water to create steam that creates energy and creates a lot of electricity for a lot of the residents around it. And then to double down on it, it's a giant ski slope as well. The whole building. It's oh, like, you can go you can ride an elevator to the top and then ski all stop. the way down it. Yeah, so, I forget wow. what it is. I forget where it's at, but it was super cool. I don't know about the ski thing, but yeah, there's, it's called waste to energy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so they do capture the gases that come off and yep. sell those. And then they can capture some of the metals that are, you know, in the ashes, but still with the ashes, you still have to landfill the ashes. Right. So there's, that's, and then too, right. Like you can't have, there's no space in King County for another landfill. Mm -hmm. And, and then where are we going to put incinerator and all that stuff? So it's a big question. So the big ask now is like, what can we do to reduce waste? Thinking about waste reduction, like what can we do as businesses, as residents 
to reduce that. So can we lower the size of our garbage can? Can we, if we're a business or multifamily, can we uh, reduce the amount of times it's picked up mm. per week or once a week or, you know, instead of three times, two, two times? Can we, if, if you have a 32-gallon container and you're a resident, is it full every week? Maybe you can drop that to like a 20-gallon. A mm -hmm. You're saving money that way. And that would be the easy way because it's it's already empty space. So reduce the size of your can and you'll be okay. Uh, and then try to divert as much as you can into, you know, recycling. We have to make sure it's empty, clean, and dry. Those are the three buzzwords. You know, a can must be, you know, like a soup container needs to be just quickly rinsed out. Yeah. Uh, a water bottle or a pop bottle or something just make sure, right, empty. It doesn't have to be spotless and, and you know, there can Don't be a little bit. half of it in there. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, dry, but no, just make sure it's empty yeah. and that's fine. Um, and so those are the big things. One one grant that I'm doing, it's really cool, new program we're just doing. I partnered with the city of Renton. Um, we're bordering cities. We both have the same garbage hauler, public services. We're, we, the, we got this re-plus grant that uh, actually... Um, received the highest amount of dollar grants in, a, in this competitive grant that they issued to any city, hmm. um, 100000 So Kent will see a portion of that because we're, we're partnering. And to, pr to provide outreach to businesses, primarily who speak or serve, um, who speak Spanish or Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. And we're going to have, we have a consultant that'll provide outreach education, waste reduction, and some of the new laws that are coming, the organics management law, uh, to those business owners in their language. Oh. And so, again, trying to reach out in so many different ways in waste reduction. Like, if we can introduce food waste uh, into these companies that are restaurants, mm -hmm. you know, that would be a very quick way to save a ton of money. Sure. So those are kind of some of the ways that we're looking to do things, looking into the future, happening very soon too. So, Well, Tony, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us on the pod. So thank you very much. I appreciate much. you guys asking me. I'm really excited. I made sure I was wearing my radio face today. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we love having you and we will have you back for another update on those recycling events. I hope so because there's a few things I, I didn't touch on that I'd like to even talk about more. So yeah, I'm excited to give you um, as many visits as, as I can have. There you so go. We're going to get the, the deeper dive next time. I love it. Tony D. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And yeah, anytime I can come back talking trash, I'm happy to do it. So if you ever want to get involved with our Adopt-A-Program, we have all of the information for you linked in the show notes. But we've got another very big event coming our way here in just a matter of weeks, Josh. An annual event that you have heard us talk about before. Mm -hmm. It is the mayor's and the city's annual State of the City Address happening March 21st at Kent Meridian High School. Doors are opening at 6.30 p.m. and the actual event is starting at 7. We are going to have a live translation interpretation service nice. available. Um, so that's going to be an in-language uh, audio resource as well as sign language. Okay. Um, so it's going to be a great event. Uh, Mayor, of course, is going to talk about... Um, what the city has accomplished over the last year, some of the challenges that we're working to address, and uh, just kind of, you know, overview on the progress and the work that's being done here at the city of Kent by all of our employees and kind of what's 
what we're looking forward to in the future as well. And it's free to the public. So anybody can come and show up. You can bring the family. We would love to have you. We are going to have some fun little treats beforehand. Uh, our friends at Project Feast are um, providing some great treats. We're also and Biblos. Gonna, yes, and Biblos too. So we're really excited about that. So please make it uh, a date to join us on March 21st at Kent Meridian High School uh, just before 6.30. Um, Josh, we have spent a lot of time the last couple of weeks um, really messaging out Target Zero. And I know this is something that's super passionate to the city. Target Zero Action Plan is essentially developing an action plan to improve transportation safety here in Kent. And it's working towards eliminating fatalities and serious injury accidents or serious injuries due to accidents. So you've seen a lot of that on our social media. Of course, there is a brief survey for you to take and you can share your experience on our city streets and areas that you feel may be a little unsafe. And so uh, there is a link to that survey on our social media. Plus, we are going to link it in the show notes for you to take that survey as well. Our transportation uh, group and public works department cares deeply about, uh, you know, identifying those project areas, corridors, locations. How can we make uh, our transportation network safer for drivers and especially pedestrians? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely take that survey. That is that resource is there to hear from you, our listeners. Um, we take every opportunity to do that when, you know, a couple years ago, Tracy, uh, our transportation master plan went through our transportation improvement program, something that's ongoing. Always love to hear resident feedback on that. And it helps us prioritize those projects. Things like where are we going to add sidewalks? Where are we going to add crosswalks? How are we going to, um, make those adjustments and just continually increase safety. And like you said, working toward target zero. Uh, Josh, we also started Spring Kent 101 last week. We have 30 super engaged residents ready to ask a lot of questions. We started things off with our administration department or Mayor Dana Ralph and our CAO, Pat Fitzpatrick, and our clerk, Kim Komodo, got to tell uh, a little bit of the inside baseball of our department to those 30 super engaged residents. Uh, Of course, if you missed signing up for Kent 101 for spring. Don't worry. We're going to bring it back in the fall, but we're super excited about these guys. They've got uh, a couple of really good classes ahead. They've got law and courts. They've got PD. They're going to hear from our public works department here real soon too. And let's not forget parks as well as finance and all of the fun things. They do graduate in front of council on April 16th. So we're really excited about our class of 2024. Staying in touch with what's happening here at the city and how everything Mm -hmm. works. Speaking of staying in touch, the Kent City Council did meet last week. Our council members, new and returning, were sworn in. The council also did unanimously elect uh, a new council president. So Seth Winder Core is the council president for the city of Kent for this coming year. Fantastic. Exciting stuff. Yeah. We also had uh, a public recognition for a Black History Month and a big thank you to uh, Gwen Allen Karsten from KBAC. She came in and accepted the mayor's proclamation for Black History Month as well. Tracy, there was also some other really important stuff happening at the council meeting. They held a public hearing uh, for an ordinance adopting amendments to building and fire code. Mm. Some grants were authorized for recreation and habitat enhancement, as well as the commute trip reduction program. Okay. Um, let's see. There was also uh, some work done toward our comprehensive plan 
as well as authorizing the South King Housing and Homeless Partners, or SKIP, which we have mentioned before, mm -hmm. uh, to finance some additional affordable housing here in Kent, as well as, finally, some community development block grants to help some of our urban communities uh, providing housing and economic opportunities. So a lot of great work happening. And we've got another council meeting coming up on Tuesday. Uh, so if you are so inclined, you can join us in person here at Kent City Hall at seven o'clock, or you can join us online too. We have it streamed live on Facebook and on our YouTube platform as well. Josh, got a couple of other events. Of course, we've got coffee with the chief. Everybody loves a good cup of coffee, especially when you can have it with the chief. And we're going to do that on the 29th. It's Thursday, uh, February 29th from 8 to 10 a.m. at Maggie's on Meeker. Everybody loves a good breakfast burrito from or a breakfast sandwich from Maggie's too. Uh, Love breakfast food. It's my favorite. Yeah. So Maggie's never disappoints and the coffee is very, very good too. So you can have coffee with the chief on Thursday, February 29th. So we talked about Project Feast, Mayor's State of the City, and how they're donating some amazing treats for the event while they're getting ready to open their street cafe. Reopening, as a matter of fact, that's today. Today, today, regular hours on Thursday and Friday from 11.30 in the morning till 1.30 in the afternoon, pretty much lunchtime. Perfect time yeah, absolutely. to reopen a cafe. Of course. And, and to the, visit. Mm -hmm, and they're empowering refugee and immigrant cooks and pathways to sustainable employment in the food industry. So it's a great learning tool for our refugees uh, to get the experience before they go out and find themselves other jobs. Absolutely. Such a great program for our immigrant and refugee community here in Kent. Another great event coming up is through our Greater Kent Historical Society. They're the group that manages the historical museum and does great work to preserve some of the fascinating, interesting uh, history and culture here in the city of Kent. Their free workshop is about preserving the cultural and historical records of your ethnic community. Oh. Really interesting opportunity for, again, particularly our immigrant and refugee uh, populations, but really anyone, of course, is welcome. And um, just, it sounds interesting, right? Like, yeah. I haven't given much personal thought to like how I'm managing my family's historical records when the sure. buck passes to me, right? So hopefully that's a while away. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I need to attend this workshop. But anyway, yeah, that's happening Saturday, February 17th from 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Kent Commons. It's going to be a great event, and uh, you might see me there. On uh, February 24th, there is also going to be a great event at the YMCA. It's the Kent YMCA Community Day. Mm. Open it up to everyone in the community for free in partnership with our Parks Department from 12 to 3 p.m. So it's going to be open for swim, gym, and all other activities. Oh, swim and gym. I love that. So do does that mean that um, we're lifting weights and then we're going to go do some laps like freestyle, breaststroke, backstroke? Yeah, you could do, so do like the whole shebang. I love it. The we full, also The full experience. What else do they do at the Y? Don't they have like dance classes I'm too? I'm sure they have, all, yeah, some Zumba, Ooh. maybe. <gasps> Zumba. I don't know. I don't quote me on that, but I'm sure cycling maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I, they have some courts. Basketball. Yeah, they have basketball courts, I think. Maybe some of the, hmm. the paddle. Okay. Variety pickleball. of they have pickleball. ball sports. Maybe. Yep. We Maybe. Should, we should look into that. That would be sweet. Let's not forget Tony Donati. We talked to him earlier. The Kent Recycling residential recycling event is coming up on Saturday, March 2nd. That's from 9 to 3, Hogan Park, Russell Road. We've got all of the information linked in the show notes and on all of our social platforms. 
Art is great. Art is amazing. It's a and reflection of the soul. Oh. Yep. I, like, I said that. Oh, I like that. Wow. I'm moved. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Art, Kent, Kids Art Day, Saturday, March 9th from 10 to 3. Kent Commons. There's going to be crafts, hands-on activities and projects, live music, food trucks. It's a whole bunch of fun wrapped up in one. Ooh, Kent, Kent's Art. Whole wait, bunch what? of fun wrapped up in one. You like that? Day. I like that. a lot of rhyming going on. <laughs> We're poets and don't know it. Oh, I think you guys do know it. Not really. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And now it's our favorite time of the whole pod. Is it? I think so. All right. I learned it's... so much from it. Yes. Yes. Welcome to Did You Know? Seriously, my favorite part of the pod. <laughs> Don't laugh. laugh. Makes me laugh every time. This one is not like historical. I feel like I've done a lot of historical ones. This one's so it's fine. It's okay. All right. This week on the Did You Know segment of the Kent Now podcast, we are going to talk briefly about something really exciting that happened last month. So we're not going. Stop it. We're not going back in the time machine. No. Not this week. We're not going to get scoopy. Not scoopy. (laughs) Okay. What does that mean? But. We are going to get in the time machine again in the future, so don't oh. worry. So keep <gasps> Back the, to the keep future the DeLorean, reference here. Keep the DeLorean warm. I love keep, it! Keep her running. Keep running. All right? Speaking of running. Okay. As in- I hate not, it. Not walking, yeah. but the, the hate, engines- I absolutely- Oh, God, on. I like that. Uh, you see? Okay. So two engines mm. built by the Kent-based Blue Origin. Mm. So we've talked about right. this before. Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos- space company Mm. based here in Kent, their manufacturing. Uh, They helped launch the United Launch Alliance's Vulcan rocket into space on Monday, January 8th, from the Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida with a planned 46-day journey to reach the moon's surface. So that is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, We've got several different space, new space, aerospace, all the space. I was gonna say, I feel like there's a lot of space here. Here in Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, some context. In 2018, the Colorado-based United Launch Alliance, which is a joint venture between Lockheed Martin Space Systems, Boeing Defense, Space and Security, selected an engine from Kent-based Blue Origin to power its next generation rocket, which is called the Vulcan Centaur. Huh. So last month. She finally took off. Oh, it's a she? It's a she. Okay. The initial flight was expected to be in 2020, but it was delayed as was everything with, Mm. you know, the vids and the stuff. The stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But it did launch and we're on the way to the moon, Tracy. We are. Going to the moon. Get some cheese. And Kent is, Kent's going back to the moon because we got the lunar rovers there now. Sure. Those are designated historical landmarks. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're round two. Incredible. Kent in Kent on moon round two. That's what I like Wait, to call it. Say, no, say that again. Kent on moon round two. I like it. I wish they'd bring back some pictures of the rover up there on the moon. They should. It's still there, right? What's it look like now? Yeah. Mm. It's probably like thriving. Is it space it's decayed? It's doing just fine. No. You think it's changed I, I, I at think all? it's literally just hasn't changed. Yeah. Has, I think it's just there. It's, I mean, it's a vacuum, right? There's not... Unless it got hit with like some space it's got dust, rocks. Well, that right? are just dust, like the yeah. unfiltered sun rays. It's, 
is a oh. just what? Well, because we're in our atmosphere. Sure. The sun, our our atmosphere filters out the UV rays, or mm-hmm. you know, quite a bit. So you're saying it's sunburnt, maybe? Qu- quite a bit, or UV, <laughs> just just like, yeah, some way, you know. Got it. Sun bleached. Okay. Well, hopefully they brought. <laughs> They put sunscreen on it. Yeah. All, uh, all and over then it. We'll be good. Slathered up. All yeah, right. Treat that leather on there, you know? Yep, definitely. Yep. So, is that it? That's all I got. Okay. Close it out. So, what can we take away from this episode, friends? There's a lot going on. Yeah, we do. We have a lot happening in Kent. Outside of Tony Donati and his recycling event, Gala's Cider and Ale Trail, we've got Coffee with the Chief, and, well, Valentine's is stupid, right? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how you really feel, It's just, I don't like that holiday. It's not, is it a holiday, though? Yeah, what? Of course it's a holiday. What do you mean? Whether you like it or not, it's still a holiday, Mm -hmm. right? I don't have to celebrate it, though. No. It's your choice. Yeah, it's your it choice. It is. It's my choice. Bah humbug. Though, if you have a significant other that likes to celebrate it and you don't, then, you know, well. They're out of luck. You. That it is. And they're out of luck. Mm. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap it up. How do you propose okay, we do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tracy's done, everybody. So, uh, yeah, it was a great episode. It was. We talked about so much great stuff from uh, the city council work to some events coming up to some partnerships and programs here in the city and some exciting celebration of stuff stuff happening in Kent. Absolutely. And we'll be back again next two weeks from now. Yep. Two weeks. To do it all again. So for, okay. So then, oh, on the 29th. So it's a leap year. So, oh, mm-hmm. so we get, so you get, you get, a, you get a bonus, you get a bonus episode in February. Bonus episode, leap year alert. Perf. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Okay, Thanks for joining us. Bye.